Hey, what's up, Purpose Addicts? It's Coach Vic. Hey, listen, I got a couple questions for you. Do you or someone you know have a really dope brand or business but need help getting the word out? Or maybe you sell a product that people need or host a podcast that could really take off if you could just increase the foot traffic? Well, you're in luck. Shane and I would like to use our show Purpose Addicts to help you do just that. Listen, man, all my years in sales taught me a really important lesson when it comes to growing a business. As an advertiser, you should be interested in doing one thing, putting what you do in front of the highest number of eyeballs possible. One of the best ways to capture a lot of attention is buying ad space on existing platforms with an established audience like our show Purpose Addicts. You can now purchase ad space through us that will air during as many episodes as you want. It can either be at the start of the show to grab the audience's attention, in the middle of the conversation while everybody is deep in thought, or at the end of an episode, making sure their last impression is on Y-O-U. Just send us an email at purposeaddicts02 at gmail.com. Again, that's purposeaddicts02 at gmail.com with the subject line ad space to request more details about our offers. Or you can contact us directly through social media. We're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Purpose Addicts. And while you're at it, visit our YouTube channel to see clips and full episodes of the show. Here's where you can leave comments about our content and tell us what you need to help you walk in your purpose. And don't forget to like, subscribe, and share what we're doing. It costs you $0 to show support. Yeah, I know that's a shameless plug, but so what? Listen, in all seriousness, I do want you to think about this. If you have ads airing on our show, as our audience grows, so does yours. So why not partner up with us to let everyone know how being dope is in your DNA? Our audience of addicts is looking for exactly what you have to offer. They just don't know it exists yet. Grab ad space today and tell the world what you do best. Now go live life on purpose. You are now listening to the Purpose Addicts Podcast. You've got to be willing to be vulnerable. You have to have the ability to self-assess and not everybody has the ability to self-assess. You don't necessarily have to like sweet to be successful in school. You just have to know how to play the game that's necessary and get through it. Welcome to the Perfect Settings Podcast. This is a short yet powerful conversation designed to help you do three things that can ultimately change the trajectory of your life. One, discover your purpose. Two, walk in your purpose. And three, ultimately fulfill your purpose. I am your host, Coach Vic. And I'm joined, as always, by my lifelong friend, my brother, the educator, Dr. Shane Calhoun. Shane, what up, homie? Yo, yo. Happy holidays, my man, guy. Man, same to you, man. We're recording this after Christmas, man. How was, how was the holiday? Man, I did nothing. I sat at the <laughs> house. Um, I, I don't know if I ever told you this. We don't do the Christmas thing too tough. No, I didn't know that. Yeah, we don't do the Christmas thing. I'm darn near Jehovah Witness, man. We don't. I mean, not what? really, but like, no, I'm not Jehovah Witness. But we don't. We don't really uh, do the uh, many holidays much. I mean, we do a little Thanksgiving, but even that to me is a little bit. You know, um, I don't really buy that story. So I, you know, I try not to be a Scrooge, and I try not to tell too many people. But like for me and mine, we just kind of stay low key, and. That's it. You ain't, ain't gonna see no decorations. Ain't gonna be no dude in a red suit around here. Mm. <laughs> we, don't, we don't do it, bro. <laughs> I, I feel that. I'm not, I'm not mad at that at all. I mean, 
we we appreciate the holiday time but we are also low-key we don't mm -hmm. really travel we don't really have family or friends over around it we are again thankful you know thanksgiving we yeah. are thankful we cook christmas time we share presents with each other you know you know we welcome in the new year but now nah, i mean we we really don't decorate we don't do lights even though i wanted you know as a kid i will say that as a kid i remember when my dad was around he would put up christmas lights around the house mm -hmm. and that was something that always you know, in, intrigued me. I used to like to see that. And then when me and Tasha got together and I'm like, let's put up some lights. Yeah. For what? Not putting <laughs> up lights. That's extra money. Phone yeah. uh, light bill. And I'm like, you know, good point. Touche. Good point. Um, yeah. This may change as my boy gets older. Like, you know, right yeah. now he's only three. Um, so, you know, but I mean, you know, he gets so much throughout the year. Uh, we need to get rid of some of these toys. So I don't know. We'll see. But as I say, for us, we just literally sat around the house. Um, I didn't go to the school one time, which is an amazing accomplishment. <laughs> and um, broke down a little bit of film, but nothing too crazy. Yeah. Built, bro. Yeah. How is the team? How, how y'all doing? What's the record? And we good, bro. Um, sitting at six and five, which is, you know, my first, this is my third year. My first year through 11 games, we was one in 10. Second year, three and eight. And so to be sitting at six and five this year um, and really could have been eight and three, nine and two. Had we, you know, tightened up with some things like I tell the guys we're playing good basketball right now. We're just not playing great. And in yeah. order to make a run, we're going to have to play great. So I'm interested to see we get in the conference play in January. So I'm praying that we could just keep Corona at bay because we wide open here in Alabama. Keep Corona at bay so we can um, so we can play some ball and you know see what happens. I like my chances. Yeah, yeah. Look, Florida ain't no different. It's still wide open here too. Wide um, open, fam. I mean, this is gonna be around for a while, so we just gotta figure out how to how to navigate it. I mean, I just found out I had a, a kid. Uh, he is a freshman at UT Martin. Uh, plays safety. Um, I was training him uh last weekend yeah it was last weekend and i didn't notice but he said that their season got canceled and they start up come february mm. i didn't realize this but they're like we see in college football and sports that happened this fall oh yeah i didn't realize a whole yeah whole nother group of one double a yeah all yeah. the double a schools like the hbcus um are are going to be playing in the in in the spring which to me is crazy because I'm thinking about the recovery time on the body. Although it is a modified schedule, I'm thinking about that recovery time where you talk about any of your season, mid-April, early May, and then you got to turn around and play again in October. Um, I think that's kind of same. But yeah, there's a whole nother, there's more football coming in the, in the spring. Yeah, me and him were talking about that. And I said that, you know, there's the summer, you always get the summer um, break before you go back into camp for the fall so i was like recovery time should be okay because it should still be about the same because you still do spring ball it's not as intense as a season but you still get you know the summer off quote unquote to to recover from you know this season so I, i'm curious to see what happened you know there's still a lot that we all waiting on you know with the new year to see how all of this is going to progress yeah yeah absolutely yeah, but it was it, it was a good holiday, man. It was good. Me, me, uh, Tasha, uh, Naya, we we cooked. Tasha threw down, man. She cooked. She cooked breakfast. She cooked dinner. Like 
She threw down. Yeah, my wife did as well. Actually, when I think about it, she fried some chicken, which is my favorite thing that she cooked. And she she uh we had a we had a breakfast, nothing too big for breakfast, but we did have a breakfast. Um so yeah, yeah, the wife did good. Yeah, man. Look, as we get older, man, life is getting better. I have to admit. Yeah, yeah. You have no choice, man. <laughs> you either make it make it get better or yeah, just, <laughs> it'll get worse on its own. Yeah, man. It's what you make it, brother. Well, tell you what, let's 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 jump into this because the topic today uh, was actually submitted by one of our purpose addicts out there. Shout out to uh, all the people that shot over suggestions. We appreciate uh, suggestion topics. Keep sending them. Um, so I definitely want to hit on this topic. This was one that was shared uh, directly to us. But before we do that, take us down. What blew your mind? Um, and it, this this bleeds well with the topic. And I'm not gonna. I had to pivot a little bit because I don't want to give away my response to the topic, but like, I think a lot of us, what we have to succeed is, is right within us. It's here. We have it. We just don't um, oftentimes use it. And a good example of that is um, for those that don't know, I actually write music. I make music as well, like music production beats for TV, blah, 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 blah. So at the end of this podcast, there's a song that plays every week. It has been playing every week. And I need to check revenue stream for it, but that's a whole nother conversation. But it's been checking. It's been playing every week. And that song was actually produced by me. And my wife is actually singing the song. So now with the song being there, it's also up on Apple Music where we can generate revenue and, and, and make money from the record being played. Hmm. But in the year that we've been doing the podcast, I've actually never once promoted the song at the end of the podcast. And here is some change sitting there. If I would just say, hey, check out this so-and-so and so-and-so. And and I could be generating a little bit of, you know, lunch money. So like there, and I have examples of that all over the place, like right here in front of us that, that are just sitting there. So, um, as this lean, as we lean into this topic, I think sometimes we just have to get up and go and stop doubting ourselves and stop overthinking things and just look at everything in front of you and find a place for it. Um, I don't know if I told you, I'm, I guess I'm just telling my business today. I actually watch wrestling. I watch a lot of wrestling. So I have a, <laughs> a wrestling DVD collection that is now starting to annoy me because it's just there. So one day I just looked around and I was like, you know what, I could probably sell these. I look around and I put them on um, YouTube, or excuse me, Facebook. I was like, yo, I have DVDs for sale, $3 a pop. My phone started blowing up, bop, bop, I got like 50 messages within about three hours. Everybody wanted to buy it. So there was three DVDs in particular that people wanted. And I'm like, there's something here why they wanted it. So I went and looked. I was trying to sell it for $3 when they were actually valued at about 55 a pop. Again, money that is sitting right there in front of me that I'm failing to capitalize on just because of I'm too busy. I don't want to sell yada, 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 yada. So guys, it's right there in front of you and with you. You just got to go get it, man. Man, that's so, that's so dope. You're right. Everything that we have or that we need is, is right here within us. It's right around us in our immediate, immediate circle. Uh, I think I heard a quote that says something like, um, for being in the picture, we oftentimes miss the frame. 
Mm. Being in the picture, we oftentimes miss the frame. That's about right? man, you know, and thinking about thinking about that, like today's topic, this was what was submitted. Why or why not should you have all your ducks in a row before pursuing a goal? Right. So this there's this 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 notion, this idea that if you're going to pursue something, you need to get all your ducks in a row. We've all all heard that that term or phrase. And before we go there, the first question that popped into my mind was, what ducks do people need to consider? Before we even go any further, what ducks do people need to consider? I'm gonna let you handle that because in my mind, I'm just saying, fuck those ducks. So that, there's the two schools of thought. Right? Okay, okay. <laughs> let's 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 go down. Let's at least entertain the question. Okay. All right. So here's what I here's what I thought to myself. So first off, the ducks you got to consider is having some sort of plan or. Uh, some sort of outline, or if it's a business goal, right? You put together a business plan. And everybody, everybody says that if you're going to start a business, you should come up with a business plan. It's common knowledge that that's something you should do. So that's that's one thing. And within that plan or outline or whatever, it should outline the scope of work, all the responsibilities. Da 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 da. da. Uh, another duck when you're pursuing a goal, and let's just let's just say you want to get a house. That's a goal. You got to get your finances in order. You got to get your credit score and whatnot in order, right? Mm-hmm. Um, another duck, uh, support team. Like some goals, you're just not going to be able to get done by yourself. You're going to have to get a team. And a lot of times it is good to have a team around you because you don't have all the skill sets. So you need people who specialize in that area. Like I know with this technical stuff, that's that's not me. I, I'm, you know, I'm a novice when it comes to understanding all the technical pieces and behind the scenes. So I'm not gonna claim that I'm I'm good at that. And I gotta get that duck in a row before I pursue something that requires that. Um, a couple other ducks that I've heard over the years is an exit strategy. What's your plan to get out of this 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 venture or whatever? An exit strategy. Okay milestones and due dates these are all ducks that i've heard numerous successful salespeople and entrepreneurs say you got to at least bare minimum get that stuff lined up but you say man forget all of that i say f those ducks so why the reason why is because I believe there, and, and, I, and I'm saying this from the perspective of, I know at least one, two, counting myself, four people that I'm working with right now on a business level that's suffering from analysis paralysis. Mm. Mm. And most people, for many different reasons, never move past the plan. Never move past the plan. Never move past their own ideas. So I am now of the mindset of just start. Just just start. Just roll a ball. Just put some content out there. Just start. A, just start. And as those things become and start to move and roll, so things will happen. Perfect example of this. We we have both broken into the uh, T-shirt and paraphernalia business. 
Vic, I have been talking to you about this since 2011. At the time when the market was not saturated. We've talked about it. You've been motivating me to do what you've been, da, da, da. Oh, I, I was that. I got to make sure this is right. I got to make sure this is right. I have to make sure this is right. So for 11 years, no, excuse me, 2011 is 2020. So for nine years, I danced around the idea of designing t-shirts. I did a little bit here, a little bit. This never to the point where I actually got going. You know what actually got me going? Uh, right when the pandemic hit, and George Floyd was going, getting going. I put on a shirt. It says, all lives can't matter. Black lives don't matter. I took a picture of myself and I put it in Facebook. Within about four hours, I sold 40 t-shirts. Hmm. That's, that's what got me. You. That's what got me going. So within, within a... Before then, I was spending all that time, and we would have these conversations. Like right. I would, there was right. a time when you were mentoring me, and I was like, uh, I would dodge you because I didn't want to. I didn't want to tell you that I haven't moved forward. Da, da 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 da. And it was just because I'm sitting here thinking about a plan and not moving forward. Another example is like, well, I'm not gonna go to the example, but people just get so caught up in the planning that they never move. But but there's some truth to. If you fail to plan, you've in essence planned to fail. But you gotta have some sort of plan or structure. You never start. You never do anything. True, true. I'm, I'm, I'm guilty of it myself, right? So, yeah. so okay, okay. Would you agree though that there are some things, some ideas, some goals, some ventures that probably shouldn't require as much planning, and you could just take that first step? Versus some other things are larger and you you have to have some sort of plan. No, don't get me wrong. Everything requires a plan. Okay. You need a plan. My argument is, do you need a plan to start? Mm. You see what I'm saying? Do you need a plan to start? Just like we were talking about before I came on air, I said to you um, that I need to find a pivot. Had I never started pushing the T's and pushing the gear, I would have never realized that I need to pivot. So now I'm about maybe 500 pieces of gear in. Now I'm like, okay, here goes the plan. What's, what are you going to do to get your next 500, to get your next thousand? And, and, and that's what I'm saying. We cannot, I, I, I just in a place, and this may change in three weeks. We can't value or I can't value a plan over just freaking starting. Another example, the podcast. It took us a year to get going, literally. From the first time we talked about the podcast to when we actually recorded, it was actually 11 months. We Yeah, but, but we, okay, so we talked about the idea and, it, and this is how I think a lot of it comes up. You talk about an idea, you get hit with an idea out of nowhere. And- yeah. You could logically just say, all right, I got this idea, boom, I'm going to act on it. But oftentimes when you do that, it, it, it don't come out as good as it could or as good as it should without putting some more thought to it. So you can't just you can't just act right there on that idea and be that impulsive. Um, it, it's, it's not impulsive. Like I wake up this morning and I want to design shoes by three o'clock. I'm out here with a pair of shoes. No, it, it, there, there is a little bit of thought. But I'm thinking of where that planning overrides starting. 
where that planning becomes an excuse. But stick a pin. Our podcast, it took us a year to get it going. We was bouncing ideas, blah, 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 blah. We didn't figure out the format. We dropped our first episode in March. We didn't really figure out our format and lock until our format until about May. Yeah, I would agree. Guess what happened? There was some trial and error in there. We started. You know yeah. what I'm saying? We we I mean, literally the first episode is first step, right? <laughs> yeah, literally. The literally, and, and, and again, I'm not, I don't want to knock anybody's idea on the plan, but I think some of our plans is the analysis paralysis and is crippling us. I'll throw this at you. I don't yeah. think that that part is the planning piece. Okay. There is a there is a point that I think happens, and I and I recognize this in myself where I got an idea. I took a little bit of time to put some thought into the plan, and I got to a point where I said, "Okay, I'm ready." Now fear kicked in. Well, that's step number two. That I don't. I, I think that is step number two. But oftentimes it gets masked at or or called. I'm still in the planning phase because now that's excuses. That's three. That's step three. <laughs> I well, think. Well, I think the planning phase becomes the excuse. This is not perfect, so I need to go back and figure out how to make it perfect, as opposed to I put it out and fee- get feedback on how to make it better. But see, it, it like me. Okay, and I use I use me as an example, mm-hmm. right? I want to put out individual, not individual content, but I want to put out content myself that is an extension of the show. Right. Based on some goals I want to accomplish. And I got to a point where that's the idea. I've talked to you about it. I bounced the idea off of you. I planned it. I kind of got an outline. And then I pause. Fear kicks in because I start to think about what if this and what if that and this don't go right and this don't. And then I say, all right, I got to go back in the lab and plan some more because I got to make it perfect. Right. That that's me. I I get it. You're proving my point though. I get it. That is me, right? (laughs) Yeah. So What I'm saying is, and I agree with you, we suffer from paralysis by analysis. And step three is the excuse piece as to why you haven't got started, Mm -hmm. right? I'm still trying to make it perfect. Um, But I think if you're anything like me, when I say I'm going back to make it perfect, what I end up finding out for myself is I'm not making anything better. The idea that I had isn't getting better. I haven't perfected it. I'm really just stalling. I haven't put any more thought into it. The little bit of thought that I did put into it was the original idea. And really what it boiled down to is I'm scared to take that first step. But what are you masking your delay on? You're masking it as what? As a plan. I'm saying it's I'm planning. And, and that's, that's what I'm that. saying. It's definitely not that. Yeah, well, yeah, it, it's definitely. I mean, I hear you. <laughs> I hear you. But. That's, I think a lot of times that what plans become plans become a crutch or a curtain to hold us back from just simply starting and moving forward. You have to plan. Don't get me wrong. You have to plan. You have to plan. But I, I just wrote down on the page. I value personally starting over planning. Okay. I value that. And that first step is so crucial. Yeah. Taking that first step is monumental Yeah, for a number of different reasons. And I think one of those that we talked about on here is what it does for your confidence level. Yeah. But what about when you're not that confident? How does having a plan help you when you're not 
confident in what you're doing, especially if it hasn't been done before. I would argue that it deters you because now you always have that thing to lean on to a reason why not to start. I have to make sure my plan is correct, which it doesn't, it doesn't, um, got another example. I've been wanting to get in the stock market for like a year. Right. And I, I was looking around, looking around, looking around, trying to find the best way to get in. I, I don't know much about stocks, so I didn't know much about stocks. So right when the pandemic hit, we were over hanging out by one of my buddies and he was telling me about Robin Hood. Um, I got in now. I, I just jumped in and started buying stuff. Now, six months later, I realized that I didn't take full advantage of the opportunity when the market had crashed. Buying as much stuff as possible. I was just kind of throwing a little bit of money at it because I was afraid of losing money. Mm -hmm. So now, six months later, I'm looking at it differently. I'm looking at what stocks to buy, what pays dividends, what are value stocks, what are growth stocks, what, you know what I'm saying? So there's so many different mm -hmm. things that I'm looking at, boom, 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 and trying to put my plan in place, anticipating that we're going to see another crash. Mm -hmm. But again, that action and planning only happened because in March, I'm like, boom, took I, first step. I took that first step. Hindsight is 2020. Yeah, hindsight, so hindsight's 2020. And if you're like us, you can always do something better. You can always, there's always going to be something that you look at. You're like, ah, I could have decided. I said it the other day. I got teacher of the year two times. I've, ha I've had teacher of the year, been awarded teacher of the year twice. I've been nominated as a Grammy, nominated music educator, all this stuff. And I said to myself the other day, hmm, had I known I would have been a band director, I would have paid more attention in band class. Hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Hmm. So uh, people, you know, that are higher achieving are always going to find something that they could have done better. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that's so why that's your, start. Go ahead. Would your argument then be the the balance between uh, planning and avoiding excuses and delays or failure to launch is taking the first step? That's the middle road. I don't know if I understand your question, but the Meaning, best thing I can say is shoot first, ask questions later. But, okay, so what my question is, and I'll restate it, is this. You said yourself, and we both agree, you should put some thought into some sort of plan on what you want to accomplish. There should be some sort of idea around what you want to do. Mm -hmm. But to prevent you from overanalyzing and overthinking and suffering from paralysis by analysis, you have to get to a point where you just say, all right, Take the first step, because then after that, you should be able to pivot. You should be able to adjust. You should be able to continue to learn. Yes, I can agree with that. Here's another thing. I think a lot of times we mistake planning and research. Mm. You confuse the two. You research to understand what's going on to see what you need to go. Hmm. And then you lay out the plan to move. So I would say as a part of just starting, do your research, but don't let that stop you from starting. So I, I, I guess I, if I'm thinking about these things, I'm thinking about just starting as the king, execution, just start. Um, I would probably put researching over planning. 
and I would try not to confuse the two because you can research something without necessarily putting a step-by-step plan. You're just researching to gain knowledge in order to understand the market or what you're doing to right. help you put together the plan. Yeah. Yeah. Cause there's, listen, there's, there's, there's some truth to change is a constant and you have to be mobile uh, you have to be agile. You have to be nimble, right? Things are going to hit you as you're doing that research and you study the market, like in stocks, you got to constantly be studying and looking at the market to mm-hmm. see what adjustments you have to make, right? In game, you got to make in game adjustments. I'm sure you do it as a coach, you know, mm-hmm. you've done it as players and in whatever game or arena you decided to step into whatever this action is having some sort of an idea on the market, having some sort of structure allows you to easily get back on track, right? I think about this, right? I think about uh, in sales, you have this idea for how you're going to close a customer and you think you have an idea on what they need. And then in conversation, in dialogue and back and forth with the customer, they reveal something to you that you didn't know, didn't expect. Mm. Well, if you have a plan in that moment, you're allowed to pivot. You're able to pivot faster and recover faster mm-hmm. than other people who didn't have a plan. Mm. So my, I'm neither, I'm, I'm on neither side of the fence. I think the happy medium like you is you got to start, you got to move forward, but have some sort of baseline plan that allows you to recover faster as change presents itself because change is coming. It's inevitable. And as a business, as a person who is pursuing a dream, you got to be able to evolve. Mm-hmm. If you don't evolve, you're going to die. Not in the physical sense, but in the metaphorical mm-hmm. sense. Mm-hmm. That's what happens to businesses who don't evolve over time. They go away. They go away. So I, I'm with you. I'm with you. It, it makes sense. I just, you know, and this is hard for me. I've always been a planner. Yeah, I've always been a planner. I got to have structure shooting from the hip don't make sense because I need to be on autopilot to where I'm not thinking. And I think that that's the piece like you're talking about. It gets you in trouble when we have too much time to think or when we spend too much time thinking. Yeah. Another thing I probably value more than planning is execution. Elaborate on what execution is. What is execution? The actual doing, getting something done. So again, many of us lay out plans, come up with ideas, but never move forward on the idea. Is execution, does that include achieving the result? No. It's just doing the work. It's just doing the work. Results are good. So I what mean, if you don't, what if you, what if, I mean, people put in work towards the wrong thing. Like don't, don't mistake movement for achievement. Yeah. Oh, hundred percent. But that's where the learning comes in. And the pivot, like you say. But again, if you never do anything, you never learn, you never know, you never grow. I get that. But for me, execution has to include the result, right? What's the point of doing the work? Because I I hate, personally, I hate to see people say, I'm doing work, I'm doing work, but it ain't moving them towards the goal. Oh, 100%. Yeah, I I call it fluff moves. Yeah. Like in any industry, you got two types of moves. You um, You got fluff moves. You got building block moves, and then you got moves that move the needle. You want mm-hmm. as many moves that move the needle as possible. But again, it to me, and I might just be talking about me personally, 
and some of the people that I'm around, there's not enough just getting it done. There's a lot, there's a whole lot of idea throwing. Everybody got an idea. Whole lot of everybody can brainstorm. <laughs> everybody, you know what I'm saying? Everybody got umbrellas out. vision boards. Everybody got this, but <laughs> ain't many of us out here just doing it, putting it in. Do you way. have a vision board? Um, I try, I usually forget about it. I have so many different, like I'm looking right now, literally I'm in my office and I'm looking at two different boards with stuff. One, ironically, was before I started my doctorate degree. So you're talking about 2015, 2014, and there's still stuff on there that I haven't even scraped the surface of. Hmm. How does that sit with you in the context of this conversation? It goes back to the analysis paralysis and all this damn planning and no execution. That, that, that's exactly what it is. It's it's all this planning and jotting down ideas, but did I ever really start anything? I, I you know me personally, I think. Um. No, I'm more in an execution, just start phase. Because I was about to say I, I should be in a planning phase. Nope, I'm in I'm in I'm at that phase where I just need to start. Just just throw them out there, see. Yeah. What, what it where it shakes and then come up with the plan yeah that's like you know before we came on air I, I the first thing i did was ask you go listen to this go check something out that i did because uh like you mentioned me mentoring you you've been mentoring me pushing me saying vic just start we've been talking about this forever just do it just do yeah. it like you don't have to have this plan on how often you got to do something when you should do it none of that matters just do it. So I said, I got up early. I said, I'm not going to have him ask me or tell me to just start. I'm just going to tell him, look, I did this. Give me your thoughts. I got a couple questions. Boom. I'm moving and I'm moving with or without you, you know, not so much. I'm trying to leave you, uh, but it's, I know what I need to do. You know what I need to do. So let's stop playing games. Here it is. Tell me your thoughts. Give me honest feedback right? Because I think that that's also crucial in this, this learning process. I think it helps you to plan better is when you find people who will give you honest, critical feedback that you don't take offense to. Mm. You use to help you pivot and adjust and then put out good quality stuff. But see, what's the beauty in that, right? You recorded that this morning. It was 35 seconds. I listened. And you know, literally, what's my next question? What's the plan? <laughs> but what did it start with action thank you literally that's that's gonna be my all right what's the plan you got this now what's the plan it's the same thing when me and beans just connected the other day we got back together it hadn't talked to beans in like probably 10 years and we started talking and he was telling me about the music he was working on i'm like all right that sounds good 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 now what's the plan but it started with that that action of the creation art. You have the product now. You have it. So I, I think, you know, and, and I guess I say that to say, uh, when I say F those ducks, <laughs> my planning is not that far in the distance. I guess my issue becomes when that plan holds you back from taking a step. And that's what you don't want. You don't want to you don't want to, you know, get that, you call it paralysis of analysis. I call it analysis paralysis. You just don't want to get stuck behind thinking about a plan. 
And yeah. I think too many of us, like I have, I wrote down two steps. Um, I wrote down never move past a plan and then never double down on execution. Those are like the two keys of the, the success. It's like you never move past the plan. And then if you move past the plan, so for instance, like I've moved past the plan, I've got the website up, but now I never double down on execution. I never do no promotion. I never do no new designs. I never, what? or I write a book. I never promote. I never share. I never do a podcast tour. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, you know, that, that's yeah. for For the people out there who need structure, like me, I have to, having a plan is important and it should be part of the master plan. It's just a matter of which step does it go. And listening to you today, I would say it's step two behind step one, which is take the first step. Take the first step. Take the first step. First step. Then put together a little bit more plan because the idea is going to hit hit you, right? That's where the epiphany comes in. Mm-hmm. Take action. Taking action helps you to get over those fears, um, those, those doubts. Um, helps you to get over those naysayers because a lot of times we take our ideas and we bounce them off people. But keep in mind, not everybody and everybody can see what you see. That's the difference between vision and sight. Mm-hmm. Everybody's going to be able to see what you see. So take that first step, then put your plan together and then just keep executing. Action, plan, action, plan. Those are the two steps of success. Rinse and repeat. Yeah. It's it kind of like going to college, right? You go to college freshman year. And you go in undeclared, you don't know what you want to major in. You but get you there, win. and then you figure out what you're going to major in. And Matt, if you didn't go, guess what? You would have never had that exposure or that time to figure out what it was. Now, you could have done it, but now, instead of knocking out some of your general ed courses, if you didn't go, and then mm-hmm. starting when you're 19, you done lost a year. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and that's the analogy. So I like that. Action, plan. That's kind of like... um action plan i like the way that goes yeah um steps for success step for success action then plan mm-hmm. and then rinse and repeat mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's a circle it's kind of sort of with two words bet let's close this out and i found this quote that i think is relevant to the topic it says it doesn't matter what others are doing it only matters what you're doing Hundred percent. It doesn't matter what others are doing. It only matters what you're doing. And I think that that speaks directly to where we landed on this topic, which is action first. Mm-hmm. It only matters what you're doing. That's what that's what really matters. As they say, action speaks louder than words. Or uh, one of one of the poems that I learned is "Live your creed." Mm. Live your creed. People talk a good game, but I'd rather see a sermon. I'd rather see a sermon. I don't want to hear a sermon. Mm, I'd rather see a sermon. That's good. I'd rather Show see it with sermon. your action. That is Absolutely. great. Absolutely. So if you're out there, you're listening, you've been thinking and wondering, what do I do? You've been putting a lot of thought into your plan. Stop planning. Take action. Take the first step. Then get back to the plan. Then rinse and repeat. As always, man, we appreciate you rocking with us. If you haven't already, go like, subscribe, share the show. The show is growing. We're getting more and more purpose addicts. People are reaching out to us, talking to us, uh, starting to uh, post more on YouTube. 
you'll see a lot more content coming out in the upcoming year, man. As we grow, you grow. As always, go live life on purpose. We out.